everybody, Matt Johnson here, the creator and director of New Frequency, welcoming you to another episode of our podcast. We are in the heart of September here, so we wanted to bring you a really great drama. This one is called Fight the Power. Joining me to introduce it is the star of the piece, once again, Victoria Wright. Hello. Hello. Victoria. Thank you so much for joining me for this one. This is a, a fun one, right? It is. I think it this is. was a real opus by James Napoli, who wrote this. He's so good at these socially conscious pieces that he's able to kind of dive into these great stories that say something but also have have a real truth of drama in the mm-hmm. characters which and I a love. real humanity yeah so. absolutely I love these I picked this one in particular it's about a hostage negotiator have a hostage negotiator having to deal with a frightened young man who's obviously going through some turmoil of his own yeah. and I really picked this one though to kind of come in this time frame of September because we're in the middle of a lot of noise right now in the media and it's only going to get more crazy in the next six weeks leading up to the election. So this one is a lot about a lot of media noise, about a lot of ads, about what filters into our lives and what and what doesn't. And yeah. talk a little bit about your character in this. You play the hostage negotiator. Talk a little bit about finding the, the voice for her. It, it strikes me that this was a piece where you really had to listen a lot to a wonderful performance from Todd Cherry. Well, of course, Todd's performance makes it easy to be that listener. Um, the, uh, the character, I mean, I think it's hard to go back to where I was at the time, but mm-hmm. I, I think um, looking at that character as a hostage negotiator, the first thing you think of is grounded, you know? Right. And so there's that core that really informs the choices and informs um, how I approached the character. And I mm-hmm. think that was really sort of, um, that. that's what colored it. Yeah. And then for me, like, you know, thinking about just like on on the audio-wise, what did Todd bring you as a partner in this? Because, you know, there are other characters in this, but it's really sort of like a two-person piece. Yeah. It's really you sort of with Todd, and he, he's really great in this piece, too. He plays a lot of diverse characters for us, but I think this is one of the ones that's, that, that, that's such a beautiful a beautiful representation of Todd the actor. Yeah. And Todd's so good at comedy and characters. I think a lot of times you forget that he's such a talented, talented performer, and you really see it in this piece definitely and I think you know you say what how was it all I had to do was let him act and (laughs) and just sort of listen and and watch we have the 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 great gift of not only being the audience the 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 audio audience but we actually are actors together on stage when Mm -hmm. when we do these or we did these originally um so the um the great gift is being able to be in the moment with the fellow actor, and in this case, a really, really, really good fellow actor. Right. So that was that was the easy part. Yeah. You mentioned something to me before that I think is interesting. You talked a little bit about uh, some choices you would you would make differently, and I think uh-huh. that's interesting to share with our audience as they sort of think of, uh, of of being performers on their own or wanting to be in the entertainment industry. That nothing is ever really concrete. There's a lot of fluidity to what we do, and 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 choices we might want to make might be a little bit different later on down the line. Not to say that that, that you made any wrong choices, but just where you would be at now. Sure. I mean, I, I don't remember the exact date that we did this, but it was a number of years ago. Yes. And, you know, we we grow and change as even in the space of one year. So time goes by and, and things happen in your life where you have no experiences, your growth as an actor, and you look back and go, ooh, why didn't I try this? And maybe I did, but right. listening to it, you know, there are just a couple areas. I mean, I'm, I'm proud of this. Don't yeah, misunderstand. Absolutely. But um, just a couple of areas where I wish I had 
been maybe a little um, a little more grounded, a little more um, firm, if you will. Um, but but you know, it is it it was appropriate and it worked. And as we were talking earlier, yeah. who knows that if we did it again and I made those choices, that five years from now we sat here and I went, you know, the way I did it originally was probably the way that I should. <laughs> right. you know, yeah, so. yeah. You just never know. I think that sort of lends the sort of I think you know we, you you've sort of hit the the artist dilemma on the head. Me as a writer and as a director, it's like things are never really finished. Exactly. We just, we just exactly. sort of end them. We yeah. did this piece and ended it. If we did it to again tomorrow, it would be completely different, and the and, and the choices would be colored by where we are now. Sure, you, you hear that from film actors all the For time sure, that they yeah. they a they either don't ever want to see their own work, right? Because it kills them that they didn't get that moment or do that moment differently. Yeah. So I think that's the the artist's life, you know. I think so, so. too. I think so too. It's very represented in this piece. Well, I say we let let everybody give a listen to it. Thank you so much for joining Great, me. Great, thanks always. for having me. Talking a little bit about this one, really, really proud of this one out there. You know, whenever you're, whenever you're in the noise of the next, you know, five to six weeks leading up to the election time, kind of think back on on, on a piece like like you're about to hear. This piece, fight the power. It, it bring talks about messages that come mm-hmm. into our lives and how we sort of filter them. And remember that there is that there is always happiness on the other side if you sort of find it in yourself. It's about finding it's about finding some groundness in yourself and knowing that you can filter out the noise and make your own choices in life and find your own happiness. I think that's that's a great message of this piece from absolutely. James. Absolutely. Absolutely. Enjoy, Enjoy this one out there. It is called Fight the Power. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. New frequency, a theater of the mind on the air. On the air. In three. It's coming. Pretty clever. In two. Overcome by a dreadful, dreadful, dreadful production. In one. New frequency. It's like nothing I have ever experienced. Calling all freaks. No You know, every day, millions and millions of images are flooded our way by the media. So many that now we don't even really listen to them or understand the meaning. But one man has been listening through the noise, and he doesn't like the meanings. It's time for him to act. In this next piece, written by New Frequency's head writer, James Napoli, called Fight the Power. the power how may i direct your call who may i say is calling hello ruth yes please hold fight the power how may i direct your call i'm sorry mr collins is out on assignment would you like voicemail sure thing fight the power please hold fight the power please hold oh oh, oh hello sir i didn't see you standing there that's all right i'm here to see eric allardyce and whom shall i say is here to see him he won't know my name but i'm mr beecham from fordham and weingartner oh i see hang on just one second mr beecham I'm sorry to bother you, Mr. Allardyce. This is Lori up front. Uh Uh-huh. Fine. Listen, uh, there's a Mr. Beecham here. He says he's with Fordham and Weingartner. Yes, he's here in the lobby. Hang on. What is this regarding, Mr. Beecham? Well, can you keep a secret, Miss... uh... Carver. Lori Carver. Sure, I can keep a secret. Well, my company would like to hire Eric Allardyce away from your company. Did you hear that, Mr. Allardyce? Okay. He'll be right out, Mr. Beecham. Terrific. Your offices are really lovely. Thank you. Look, I've really got to take this call. Thank you for holding. How may I direct your call? Please hold. I see you've got your big campaigns up on the walls. 
There are the print ads for the Good Time Charlie spots. Yes, well, that one is doing quite well for us. So I understand. Due to the genius of Eric Allardyce. Mm -hmm. uh, Mr. Beecham? Mr. Allardyce. Oh, you can call me Eric. <laughs> I must say, you got big-time cojones walking right in here to recruit me like well, this. Well, no one else knows right now except Miss Carver here, and I'm sure our secret is safe with her. Absolutely. Why don't we go into your office, Eric, where we can talk privately? Holy... What, what the... Into your what, office, what, Allardyce. Just Eric, what's going on? I, uh, he's got a gun, Lori. Oh, my God! Yeah, um, there's no need for this. We'll Mr. see about that. In case you haven't guessed, I'm not really here to hire you. Well, look, mister, I don't know what your game is, Your but office it... now! Oh, God, Eric! Oh, please don't hurt him! Just call the police, Lori! Oh, yes, yes, Lori, call the police. Do what you will! Oh, God, oh, God, oh, God! Don. Yeah, I know it's after nine, Doyle, but some of us need our sleep. Why? Well, because somebody was on the job until four in the morning, that's why. Yes, yeah. Yes, thank you. I understand the perpetrator was safely taken into custody, and there were no casualties. Well, you should be glad the city voted to give a raise to your finest hostage negotiator. No, no, I'm not just saying that because I'm married to her. Look, just hang on, will you? I'll get her. Sweetheart, it's for you. Smith. Oh, hey, Doyle. You know, I didn't finish last night until four. Okay, okay, no rest for the weary. Yeah, or the wicked, right. Where? Anyone hurt? Not yet, uh-huh. Oh, Jesus, sounds like a doozy. My thinking cap, I don't even have my head on yet. Okay, Doyle. Oh, and Doyle. Tell him not to hurt anybody, all right? Yeah. What is it? Some ad agency. Fight the power, it's called. The Madison Avenue? 85th and Lex. Go figure. I yeah. gotta go. Yeah. What's the deal? I don't know how the guy got in, but he's holed up in some poor sap's office. Got a 9mm shoved up the guy's left nostril. Literally? Oh, come on, honey. I don't know. Well, I've seen it before, you know. That... Oh, gosh. I keep forgetting. You're a detective. You've seen it all. Everything this cesspool of a city all right, has to all dish right, out. All right, all right, you smartass. Go on, get to work. <laughs> yeah. What do you got going today? Oh, we're still working on that robbery-murder thing. Starting to look more like a murder than a robbery, though. Don't they all? Look, uh, go easy on this nutball, huh, babe? I'm sure he's not prepared for how awesome you are. Yeah, right. I don't even have time to shower. Well, that's too bad, because I hear you're not fully clean till you're zestfully clean. Hey, for all I know, this guy's breaking point could be my B.O. Ah, no way. It's going to be your morning breath. Hey, you, <laughs> if, if that phone hadn't rung, you would have been all over me this morning. B.O. morning breath and oh, all. Oh, you know it, baby. You know it. I gotta go. Yeah, I know. Oh, hey, 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 hey. What? You forgetting something? Oh, yeah. I love you, MacArthur. I love you, too, MacArthur. Except our name is Smith. Except our name is Smith. Thank you, sweetheart. Yeah. I'm glad we didn't forget that little ritual. Don't tell me you're getting a bad feeling. Shh, hush, hush up. I didn't say it. I didn't say anything. Goodbye. Gee, Smith, we're glad you're here. Hey, Kent, how many with him? Two. Let me wire you up here. Now, you know the drill. Nobody comes in until I give the signal. Well, I hope you give it to him soon, honey. We got ten guys in Kevlar waiting here, and that stuff does not breathe. Do not talk to me about body odor. All right, you give him hell. My own special brand of it, Kent. Where are they? Down the hallway, third door. Okay. Hello? 
Mr. Allardyce? Yes, yes. Down here. Right here. Who is that? Oh, please. My name is Arlene Smith, sir. I work for the city. What is your name, sir? It's Victor Beecham. Hello, Mr. Beecham. And I want this man to understand context. Okay, Mr. Beecham, that's good. I'm glad to know what it is you want. I am right outside the door now, sir. May I open it? No. Yes. All right. All right. Your demands are what are important here, Mr. Beecham. You hold all the cards. That's right. I don't want you to give up any control, Mr. Beecham, but maybe you could open the door. Not much, just a crack, so I don't have to talk through this piece of wood. Get lost! Mr. Beecham, you wouldn't be behind that door if you didn't want to talk to somebody, isn't that right? Okay, well, I am that person. He's got a gun. That's all right, Mr. Allardyce. He's not going to hurt you, are you, Mr. Beecham? I don't know. Please, Mr. Beecham, don't mess with him that way. What do you mean? Well, either you're going to hurt them or you're not. Don't say you don't know. It sounds too ominous. No, you're a smart aleck, aren't you? Me? No, not at all. I'm just the only person who's going to be real with you for the next little while. Is that so? Yeah. If you think your two hostages are going to be real with you, you have another thing coming. They're only interested in saving their own butts. So what are you interested in, lady? Your problems, Mr. Beecham. The more I know about them, the more we can help each other. So let's open that door, all right? Well... All right. Good, good. Well, okay. I'm not opening it any more than this. I understand. But I I do need to see your hostages, Mr... What was your first name again? Victor. Victor. See, if if I don't see them and see that they're all right, then when all this is over, I may have to testify in court that they were injured before I... But... Well, you see, in my work, we have to assume the worst-case scenario for everyone's sake. They're okay. I got them duct taped together on the back of a chair, but they're okay. Now, again, Victor, that's going to be your word against mine in court. Why do you keep talking about court? Well, Victor, you're a very smart man. I mean, you had to be to get this far. You didn't think the judicial system would come into play at some point once you decided to do this? Yeah, so? So, just another notch, Victor. Open that door, just another notch, so I can see Mr. Allardyce and, um... Lori! Lori. All right, just a little more. Thank you, Victor. That's great. Hi, guys. Hi. Please help us. Stop crying. Don't let them prey on your emotions, Miss Smith. I have no intention of doing so, Victor. As long as you don't harm them, I could give a crap about what they do. Oh, thanks a lot, ladies. Don't mention it, Mr. Allardyce. Now, we're all on the same page, right? So, what were you talking about before, Victor? What was that word context. you used? Context. Context. This little punk does not understand context. So you keep saying, but so far you Mr. haven't had the Allen decency Dice. to elaborate. <laughs> Whatever. He is annoying, isn't he, Mr. Beecham? I am surprised oh, you haven't I'm... shot him by now. Thanks a lot. Now, Victor, oh. tell me about this, this context. Well, they sell things. Uh-huh. And that's what they do here. They create a desire for things we don't really need. We're a part of the backbone of the economy. If you don't shut up, I... God sake, Eric, will you listen? Well, whose side are you on? I just want to get out of this Listen to them, Miss Smith. May I call you Arlene? Of course, Victor. They are so transparent. Anyone with a shred of common sense can tell they're carrying on an affair. What? I wouldn't doubt that they've done it right there on his desk after hours. Why, Eric, you dog. And you, a married man. No, she is the married one. I'll tell you. (laughs) All right, now then, where were we, Victor? Hmm? Well, maybe... Maybe this agency is the backbone of the economy. Maybe it is. I could accept that, but it's becoming difficult. It's easy. Easy. It's what becoming, what is becoming difficult? Uh, the way they use songs. Okay. And commercials. I, I'm trying to stay with you here, Victor. You're an intriguing man. 
You think so? Yeah, I'm saying you're an advanced intellect, but you need to explain it so a layperson like myself can grasp it. What? Young Eric Allardyce here is a cardinal offender. He's responsible for more ridiculous use of popular songs and commercials than anyone. How can you be so sure, Victor? It's public record. Pick up a copy of Advertising World. They list all the account execs on all the spots. It's true, Miss Smith. That's how the guy got past us. He pretended to be a headhunter looking to hire Eric away from Fight the Power. Damn, you're good, Victor. I have to hand it to you. I don't believe this. Eric, you are being so stupid. Can't you see she's just using psychology? uh, Please, young lady. What does she mean by that? She doesn't mean anything, Victor. Tell me what you meant by that. I... I meant that. What? Oh, Eric is an Easy. idiot, and she wants him to see how he got himself into this stupid mess by mu- not being an original thinker. Lori, I swear to God. That's what I meant. Dead on. Isn't it, Absolutely, Lori. Forgive the interruptions, Victor. Please, go on. Tell me more about this. All right. All right. As I was saying, this guy here is a beaut. Where do I begin? I think the first one was, I can see clearly now to sell eye drops. Hey, that made us a lot of money. The song is about a man coming out of a depression. A man overjoyed at finally experiencing some optimism. It's not literally about seeing better. My God, you are impossible. What is the big deal? Do you even know who did the song? You don't, do you? Why, why would I It care? was Johnny Nash. Easy, easy, Whatever. Victor. Easy. Talk to me. Tell me more. And then, then there was the Don Henley song. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, the end of the innocence. Now, now that was beautiful. You it used doesn't. it to sell life insurance. Showed images of a man growing older as his kid finishes high school. It evoked real emotion. But the song isn't about watching your kids grow up. It's no. about the corruption of our very value system. You're right, well, Victor, and it's a damn good song too. And the way they just tack these songs onto a commercial—it's simply lazy, lazy and manipulative. You see. A song is a primal thing. You know what it's like. You're driving along and you turn on the radio and then you hear a song you remember. And you're back there. You're right there. Everything you felt comes rushing back at you. It's one of the most comforting feelings in the world. Absolutely. I'm right with you, Victor. Well, now they're using that feeling to sell things. And they don't care that the thing and the song have nothing to do with each other. It's not fair. Tell me why it isn't fair, Victor. It isn't fair because they remove the context from the song. Easy, easy, easy. Talk to me. Songs become devoid of their original meaning. They become wallpaper behind a much larger, more insidious machine of commerce. He's got a point, Eric. So why isn't he holding the musicians hostage? Don't give me that argument. You buy the publishing rights, and most of the time the artists don't control those. I told you to stay out of it, Eric. Oh, for God's sake. Well, there's more. There's more. Let me see. There was the Beatles. Eight days a week used to underscore the many things there are to do on a club med vacation. I remember. (laughs) And Tears for Fears Shout used in an ad for America Online. These are the things I can do without included unwanted pop-up ads and spam. <laughs> but the one, the one Victor, that- Victor, stay with me, stay with me. I want to know what you were going through. Talk to me, Victor. You do, don't you? I do. I really do. Thank you, Miss Smith. Thank you. What is it? My father died yesterday. Oh, Victor. I'm so sorry. You miss him, huh? I do. Yeah. He didn't have it easy. Why not, Victor? I was 10 when he got back from Vietnam. His wife, my mother. It's okay. Uh Uh-huh. She couldn't hack it. 
The post-traumatic stress, you know, you heard about it. Sure, sure I have. Oh, we're going to have it now, thanks to you. Victor, Victor! Take that gun away from him now! Victor, focus on me! Victor, keep talking to me! Talk to me! Focus on me! Let me know what's going on, Victor! Okay. Okay. Keep talking, Victor. Come on. So my mother left. My dad was never the same. But he always wanted better for me. I got a scholarship and I left him. That I take responsibility for. I shouldn't have left him. Victor, you were a young man. I mean, you had to leave the nest. But it got worse. It got worse while I was away. He never really came back after that. But I remember a phone call. He called me once. It was 1984. Bruce Springsteen was huge. He'd just come out with Born in the USA. My dad bought the album. He started crying on the phone. He said nobody ever sang it that way before. How Bruce had crystallized it. That these men who fought in Vietnam came back to nothing. And they just wanted to tell everyone, hey, I was born in the USA too. But nobody would listen. I know, Victor. And that's what happened to my dad. And that's what that song was about. And yesterday, yesterday after he died, I'm watching TV and this ad comes on for Good Time Charlie's. Uh It seems Good Time Charlie's is having dinner specials on classic American meals like steaks, hamburgers, you know, that kind of thing. And I guess they wanted us to know that these were the kind of meals that were born in the USA and that we should buy them. And to sell their crappy, fattening food, they use that song. Now, now do you see why this ignorant bastard has to learn about context? Victor, breathe with me. Take some deep breaths with me, please, Mr. Beecher. And it wasn't even Bruce singing. It was some hack imitating his voice. It is just not right, Victor, but stay with me. All the levels of irony. Do you see them, Mr. Allardyce? Yes. Eric? Yes, don't say you see them if you don't. I, I don't want you to kill me. <laughs> you know what the stop American me. soldiers in Vietnam called the Viet Cong, Eric? Do you remember? No, no. Charlie! Oh, Victor, you freaking moron! Charlie! Oh, no, please! Hey, Good time, hey. Charlie's indeed. Hey, Victor. What? You better watch it now, Victor, because I do not want to end up rooting for the twit you're holding the gun on. I, I don't think your father would want you to handle things this way. I, 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 he went through hell, Victor. He wouldn't want any more violence. I don't know. I do. I'll tell you something, Victor. Something from my life I've never told anybody. See, my husband, he's a cop, a detective, and as I told you, I work for the city, too. And when we leave each other every morning, we both think somewhere inside that we may not see each other again, but we would do anything to not say that out loud. So we call each other MacArthur, like the general. You remember? Do you remember what he's famous for saying? I shall return. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's right. It is our way of acknowledging something bad, but not giving it a whole lot of power. Do you understand? Yeah. So, don't give your father's memory that kind of power. Let this go. Take the gun away from Eric's head and step over here to me. You really think I should? I really do. You are a good man, Victor. I am a good man. I try to be a good man. Try harder. Come over here to me. 
Good. Good. Open the door a little wider now, Victor. Good. Good, Victor. You are a true hero. I don't know. I do. I do. Now let me have the gun. I, I can't. Finish this with your integrity intact, Victor. You think so? Yeah, I do. Hand me the gun. Guess I might as well now. Yeah. Good. Good. Here, take it. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Sorry, Victor. Got to take it down now. No! No! You said you. You said you understood. Move! 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 Move it! What's his name? Victor. Victor Beecham. Victor Beecham, you are under arrest. You have the right to remain silent. If you give up the right to remain silent, anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law. You have the right to an attorney. If you cannot afford an attorney, one will be provided for you. Do you understand these rights as I have read them yes. to you? Yes, I do. Miss Smith, you tell them about me. I tell them about my dad. I will, Victor. I will. Hey, um, one of you guys here want to unduct tape the two hostages? I'm oh, on thank it. You. Oh, oh, thank you. Oh, thank you, Mr. Smith. Ah, thank you. Thank ah, you. Think thank nothing you. of it. Oh, thank hey, you. Hey, Eric. Oh, yeah. Oh. You know, you never did tell him you were sorry. Hey, Smith. Hello, Smith. How did your day go? Arlene. Yeah, my day went all right. Honey, Tim, honey. I mean, there was no robbery or murder like you had to oh, pay. Come here, come here, come here. But it was okay as, as, yeah. days, okay. as days go. It's all right, honey, it's all right. <laughs> it was a tough one today, Smith. Yeah? Yeah. I, I sent a man who had a lot to say into the arms of a system that won't hear a damn word about. Yes, yes, but you saved some lives. That's what you did. Yes. I did that. You did? I did that. Yeah. Uh, hey, is that the TV on? What? Yeah, yeah, I hit the mute when you came in. Oh, it looks like they're covering our storm. Oh, yeah, yeah, here, let me turn it up. So, once again, Fred and Jessica, the madman who caused a standoff at a Manhattan ad agency, now in police custody. His motives are still unclear, although we are getting reports that his violent behavior was inspired by the music of Bruce Springsteen. More as it develops. Back to you in the newsroom, Fred and Jessica. Hmm. Terrifying story. Thank you, Helen. Pretty harrowing story there, Fred. Oh, you can say that again, Jessica. Team 7 weather, when we come back, don't go away. <laughs> don't worry, I won't. <laughs> Tonight's newscast is brought to you in part by GetTogether.com, the online dating service that has already matched millions. All the lonely people, where do they all come from? There's no need to be lonely anymore. Not when there's GetTogether.com. All those single lonely people, where do they all belong? Signing off in three, two, one.